Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's worth while endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBend, and as always, I'm joined by my music-loving cohort, Kevin Connor. What's good, Kev? Hello. I've missed you, Luke. It's been a few weeks. I missed you, too. It's been a couple weeks since we've done an episode, really, since I've seen you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to be back, and I, uh, I've i got some great songs lined up, but we'll, we'll get there. Nice. Um, yeah, I... Uh... I, I had, listen, it's a little so five minutes ago, but I did have the novel coronavirus uh, oh yet again. Oh my god. Um, and this time, you know what? Sinuses, all good. Ears, totally plugged up. Couldn't couldn't hear a peep. So I wasn't much good for music listening. What's longer than a novel? Is it like an anthology? It's like, it's a novel yeah. at this point. It's a freaking dictionary. I don't know. It's a, it's a boring... <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's lame. Glad you're back, uh, and you, uh, are here. We'll heal you with the healing power of music. And, uh, Kev, I don't know if, I'm sure Annie has been keeping you abreast of everything going on with, uh, Taylor and Maddie Healy. Uh, you predicted that. 1989 Taylor's version would come out this year. We did our 2023 predictions. Yep. And I predicted that um maybe she would do 1989 with the 1975. Oh. And wow. I I like didn't even think about it, but she announced that she's doing Speak Now Taylor's version. Yes, I was on uh, wrong album. Right, but 1989 is probably sure to follow. Um, and then I was like thinking because my wife's other obsession other than Taylor and Maddie is, uh, chat GPT. And I'm like, it sounds like if you fed our predictions into chat GPT and like, it gave you something back, like not quite right, but it sort of jumbled all the information together. Mm -hmm. And now it would give you what we're living through now where, uh, I mean, as my wife put it, it's like mother and father, because I mean, whether... You asked if Maddie Healy is bad. Uh, I, he's probably got some bad in him, but I think he's the internet's daddy in a bit of a way. I mean, I guess that's Pedro Pascal, but mm-hmm. yeah. But that was like last month. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to uh, update you on that and thank you. Make it. It's like our predictions are like coming true in weird ways. Anyway, why don't we get into listening to some new music because I got an all-star lineup here uh, today. Uh, So all of my songs today come from some of my all-time favorite musicians, but this one in particular is pretty special. This comes from legendary musical duo made up of brothers Ron and Russell Mayle. It sparks, baby. Wow. I'm wearing their shirt on me as I speak. Um, And... I mean, you know, I was obsessed a couple years ago when the Sparks Brothers documentary came out. We had that screening in our Discord channel. Uh, I covered the my walls and their records, and uh, I've been a fan of them for a while. Actually, it was uh, 2015. I feel like I just recently got into them, but it's actually been eight years now. <laughs> and uh, I heard of them in 2015 for the FFS record with Franz Ferdinand, Great who we just album. put on... On our yeah, Best Songs uh, Ever playlist. Yep, we just put Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand on our Best Songs Ever list. Uh, hopefully Sparks will be on there before long. Uh, but, you know, I've been really a big fan of these brothers for eight years now, and they've been putting out records for decades now. A big fan of their 70s stuff, like Indiscreet and Kimono My House. 80s stuff with angst in my pants which that song was just uh on yellow jackets and then uh like i mentioned sparks even doing recent entries like 
FFS with Franz Ferdinand and 2020's Steady Drip Drip Drip. That one was really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, they made that film Annette in 2021 and the Sparks Brothers documentary is made about them by Edgar Wright, amazing director. And now they're back with their 26th album. Insane. Uh, can you believe it? Yeah, it's wild. And Ron Russell said this about the album. They said, it's as bold and uncompromising as anything we did back then or for that matter anything throughout our career uh so that's pretty exciting and you listen to these three singles that they put out and i would believe it because these are all very different the one uh the titular the girl is crying in her latte the video has kate blanchett in it and uh it's very like industrial like synth song it's cool a um, and famous then... edgar wright contributor in hot fuzz oh oh are you not Kate aware Blanchett? of this yeah she in i don't the, remember in the beginning of hot fuzz she plays nicholas angel's former girlfriend who's in like a full hazmat suit and you just see her eyes really yeah maybe um, that's why i didn't remember it just seeing her eyes yeah but she like <laughs> and like it's a tiny role but she was like apparently like a huge fan of Shaun of the dead and wanted to be wow in yeah well there's your connection there um and then the other song veronica lake is like a mysterious like synth song but i think you're gonna like this one kev because it's an upbeat they call it punk pop in the press release which i like it's a little different than pop punk but it's akin to like angst in my pants or you're eaten by the monster of love some of their classic like guitar rock songs that i really like just like upbeat major key uh although the lyrics are of course kind of like humorous and a little sarcastic uh it's nothing is as good as they say it is it's the way it is and that's the name of the song is nothing is as good as they say it is and it's a freaking jam we need to take a listen to it and uh we'll come back and talk so let's take a listen to sparks with nothing is as good as they say it is nothing is as good as they say it is that's the way it is i wish i'd known This must be so very 
Barking diggity dog. Yeah, rubbing two dogs together so they make sparks. <laughs> to make um, fire. There you go. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't, sparks are just, I mean, obviously, they're like so ahead of their time and out of this world. Um, where like, this sounds like every other Sparks song, right? Like it's so clearly them. But obviously such a new take on their sound and, and. You know, I don't. It's wild that twenty six albums in, they're still doing yeah. interesting things because they're not retreading old ground. They're they're still growing and developing new music, and that's kind of incredible. Yeah, and like I said, it sounds like you know familiar, but I feel like it is a little rockier and punkier even than some of the earlier tracks I uh, yeah. mentioned. Some of their like uh, bigger guitar rock songs. Uh, but love that sound and sort of like from the perspective of a baby born 22 hours ago and being like, I want out. I cannot do it. Um, and, you know, that lyric, nothing is as good as they say it is, reminds me of another uh, lyric I like a lot from this year. Jesse Ware in uh, Begin Again says, give me something good that's even better than it seems. Because I feel like we are live in such a society of like, passing things off as better than they are and mm-hmm. hustling and, you know, and like try and, and so I feel like there is like always like a disappointment often with uh, certain things. And so that'd be like, Oh man, I want out. It's like, it's super goofy and cynical, but also like d- gets at something real. Uh, it's, and that's what Sparks is always great at, like being humorous, but also still having a strong point of view and saying something interesting. And they've been doing that for 50 years, 26 albums, and they are still finding new stuff to do, like you, like you just said. And these three singles, I highly recommend you go listen to all three because they're so different from each other and have me very excited about this new album. When's it coming out? Let me tell you. Uh, so that was Sparks with Nothing Is As Good As They Say It Is from The Girl Is Crying In Her Latte out May 26th on island records wow that's so close yeah that is three days before my birthday well i won't wish you a happy birthday today because i'll do it next time new jersey's phone boy uh has uh, two definitions for their name and i'm gonna go through them both uh, in a classic webster's dictionary defines kind of way um somebody consumed with their phone Unable to tear their themselves away from a distraction. We've okay. all been there, right? The endless yeah. scroll, the doom oh, yeah. scroll, memes, Facebook. The zoom Facebook. zoom scroll, I want you in my room scroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> People always talk about the doom scroll. They don't talk about that one. Yeah, just unable to tear yourself away from the garbage. But definition right. number two is Gen Z's newest indie pop trio spinning off shimmering licks over toe-tapping beats. So danceable, it'll make you put your phone down. Oh, I didn't have my phone up, but let me put it up. And now I'm slamming it down. Uh, This three-piece just released their sophomore album, and it is anything but a sophomore slump. I've, uh, I've been a huge fan of it. It's called Moving Out. And it collects a wise beyond their years, bittersweet Gen Z sensibility of a generation forced to contend with not just typical adolescent grievance, but a world continually inundated with ephemeral frame, transient praise, hollow accolades, and yeah, a global pandemic. Um, <laughs> yet as dour as these circumstances, Phone Boy astounds with yet another record chock full of undeniable toe tappers. Uh, you know what album this really reminded me of on first listen, and this is high praise, was uh, Two Door Cinema Club's Tourist History, which oh, okay. uh, 2010 oh, album, yeah. 
that album caught me by surprise, and I listened to it all summer long. Uh, Moving Out has had a very similar grip on me these last few weeks. Um, it's it's great, and you know what? I think we're about to start seeing a real um, explosion of Gen Z music, right? Like they are of that age. I sound like an yep. ancient man right now because there's a <laughs> bajillion Gen Z people making music out there. But like it yes. is, we are passing the torch, us corny millennials, to the kids who are going to make fun of us for our skinny jeans. And, and left or right parted hair. These are the things I hear about on TikTok. I was I'm, like, yeah, I'm feeling personally attacked right now. Yeah, listen, <laughs> they can. Way I have my hair parted. They can, they can tear all of that out of my cold, dead millennial hands. Um, <laughs> but I think, and this is going to be the oldest sounding thing that's ever been said on this podcast. I think the kids are all right. Let's give a listen to Phone Boy with their title track, Moving Out. It's hard to see your face Can't believe another one Another one's replaced The land of misfit toys All along we never had Never had a choice Moving out Never see your face again I'll give that a lordy lordy berry gordy let's go that was a toe tapper it was a piggy wiggler for sure um and you know it almost got like it's very poppy and insanely catchy too where it was almost a little too much for me but then i was like you know they pulled it off and it was just like super like catchy melody that stuck with me and um how do you not just like enjoy that song when you listen and brings a smile to your face? So yeah, it knows what it is and it does it very well. Like that's, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. And the album I've been very impressed with, it's a bunch of tracks like this. So if you liked this, you're going to love the album. Um, nice. Big fan of them, but weren't on my radar until just very recently and just super into phone boy, but I put my phone down. I picked it up. 
and Good. I put it down. Yeah, I didn't even look at my phone once. Oh, no, that's not true. I did change the color of my light bulb, but that was it. Yeah, and that was a positive thing. Yes, yes. it was because I was getting into the mood. That was Phone Boy with Moving Out, the title track of their most recent album, Out Now. Kev, I'm super excited to play my next song. Yeah, this song comes... rules. I've, I've I... heard it. It's great. I thought you would be excited about this. It's uh, two titans of the music industry. It's Thundercat and Tame Impala, baby. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's virtuoso bassist and singer Steven Bruner, a.k.a. Thundercat, and the innovative and influential Kevin Parker, a.k.a. Tame Impala. And this is a match made in musical heaven. Uh, Thundercat's dizzying bass licks, lush production, and airy falsetto seem like a perfect match for Tame Impala's swirling psychedelic sound. And you can hear that on this song. It's funky. It's fun. It's swirling. It's smooth. It's everything you could hope for uh, out of a collaboration between these two. So let's just get to it. Uh, Let's take a listen to Thundercat and Tame Impala with No More Lies.
Sometimes I feel like I still should have lied. I tell you the truth because I care. But I also lie to you because I care. But if I tell you the truth, I guess I can sleep better at night. But then it looks like I don't care because I'm telling you the truth. I mean, I, I guess I'm just not a... Everybody hates when they get to that part when they realize that I don't want to tell you I don't care, but if it seems like I don't care, it doesn't mean I don't care. It just looks like I don't care. Because my emotions have been sanded off. <laughs> I live in LA, sweetie. What do you expect? You know what? That's a cool diggity dog, because those are two cool, cool cats. Right? Uh, wow. Yeah, that rule. I like. I looked it up while this was going, because I've heard the song a ton already. And like, this isn't the first of an album or anything, right? No, but I did have a quote here that I wanted to read from Thundercat, where he said, I've wanted to work with Kevin since the very first Tame Impala album. I feel that I knew that us working together would be special. I've been excited about this song for a long time and hope to create more with Kevin in the future. So hopefully this is just one of many yeah. uh, future collaborations. An album would be awesome if they did one together. I cannot imagine a a more um, a pairing that makes as much sense as those two and yeah. also like would get me more hyped. Yeah, I feel like if they did an album, it would definitely be on the top of our list for sure. Yeah, uh, it'd be too powerful. <laughs> it would be almost too powerful, too funky. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I uh, also have to give Thundercat credit what I always, and I, I owe him a huge debt because he reminded us how amazing Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald are. And, uh, you know, nope, I've I'm been shaking on, my head. I always knew. Well, he reminded me. Yeah, I uh, always knew. <laughs> and many others. But, you know, I've been a huge, on a huge Loggins kick. Yeah. And, uh, we were both obsessed. Uh, last year, I went on your recommendation, got very into some Michael McDonald and Dewey Brothers. So, yes, you and Thundercat, I owe you both huge debts. Uh, Oh, by the way, I do love that uh, last part at the end where Thundercat's talking and says, my emotions have been sanded off. I live in L.A. What do you expect? I love these, like, I told you the truth. Why are you still angry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's fair. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Sometimes lies and the truth. Sometimes, you know, they can uh, hurt either way. Uh, but I just love that like synth ringing out there behind him and that synth sound and his bass with his classic falsetto. Just love it all coming together there. So that was Thundercat and Tame Impala with No More Lies. And that is out now on Brain Feeder. Kev, was your Cool Cats, Two Cool Cats thing a reference to the album cover or did you just say that? Yeah, kind of the, even meaning that. Okay. The, the album cover, Thundercat. It, you know, oh right, there's... right. Good point. Yeah, Kevin Parker, right? Yes. Where do cats hang out in parks? And you know. Kevin, me, you. <laughs> exactly. That's the only thing Kevin Parker and I have in common. Yeah. Melbourne-based RVG's highly anticipated third album, Brainworms, is out in a few weeks. Ah, ah, um, and the first listen I've heard is maybe not a brain worm, but maybe an earworm. 
Hey. Yeah. Um, this post-punk band's got a dark and moody vibe that really uh, contrasts the the vibey warm weather jams that I've been getting into lately. Right? Like, nice. This is more. E- it's the evening wear of of music. Um, lyricist and front woman Rami Vager is the standout of this track with just raw vocals that match the defiant lyrics throughout. Having released their last album in April 2020, uh, which, the bad times, um, the world has changed tremendously, and so has RVG for the better. Between the four bandmates, Brainworms is the most confident they've felt as RVG. They've moved past their influences, pushed themselves, and tried new things. And that's something that I kind of don't hear that often. I really love, we talk about people's influences so often, but once you've developed your own musical style and taste to be able to move past them into your own thing. That's like when right. you make some of your best stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's what they think they've done. They're calling this album their best. I've heard it all in a, in a little bit of a sneak peek and I can confidently say it's true. It's their best work yet. And uh, it swings from dark and moody like this track to really high energy bangers that get you up out of your seat. Uh, so let's give a listen to RVG with Nothing Really Changes.
that was a good dark brooding song to switch up. Nice palate cleanser uh, with some synth action going on mm-hmm. there too. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of like 90s stuff, a lot of uh, PJ Harvey and like Hole, and I feel like that's in that vein too. Uh, so I was like, I- I'm ready for this sound. I, I dig it. Yeah, it's great. I uh, I really like the album. It's it's really this is like placed really well. I, th- I believe it's in the back half of the album, um, and just like really really does it for me. I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm excited for it to come out. Yeah, that was RVG with nothing really changes from Brainworms out June second on Fire Records. All right. Well, my last song comes from a band that I love that I've played on the podcast previously and played uh, songs from the members, various side projects and solo work. Uh, This is New Pornographers. They recently released Continue as a Guest. Uh, You're you're familiar with this band, right, Kev? Yeah. Uh, I've been a fan since like 2007, I think, when Challengers came out Uh, and... Have listened to all their music countless times. And they're kind of like a super group, but so many people in it, they're like a super duper group. And uh, maybe the world's first super duper group. <laughs> let's uh, coin it now. But uh, first up, let's run down the members. You got the incomparable Nico Case, one of the best singer songwriters. And uh, my cat is named after her. And I played Bad Luck by her on the pod. Uh, you got Dan Behar, a.k.a. Destroyer, played him on the pod before. And he's a part of New Pornographers. Doesn't sing on this album, which I was like, I don't hear any Danny. Uh, but co-wrote some of the songs. And uh, then you got AC Newman, who is amazing, which, Kev, you would really like his 2004 album. I was listening to it today. And... Uh, he's his solo work is super good too and then you got todd fancy i was like wait i'm pretty sure i played him on the pod like years ago his side project fancy and i did so i'm like that you got so many people and then Catherine Uh, calder go ahead oh i'm barely scratching the surface uh you got Catherine calder who also has the band front person and then john collins and joe cedars uh, and also you got some songs co-written by Sadie Dupuis from Speedy Ortiz and Sad 13 on this album as well. So that's super cool. A veritable who's who. It's damn near pornographic yeah. to have this many good artists. <laughs> Honestly, we're going to listen to the song Pontius Pilate's Home Movies. And no, Kev, it's not pronounced Pontius Pilates. I know that's what you were thinking, but... Uh, <laughs> Your religious upbringing has got you uh, backed up on right? this. Yeah, so you know that he's the guy who killed Jesus. I you know, did know that. Most famously. Yes. It's, I'd say that's probably the top of the list of his accomplishments, uh, among other things. Yeah, his own <laughs> movies are probably pretty fucked up. Yes. And uh, so on that subject... Uh, A.C. Newman said this about the song. He said, lyrically, it's very much a stream of consciousness story about the disease of social media and online culture. The narrator that only likes art when it changes the subject, buried in daydream, thinking it's an entrance, and the idea of Pontius Pilate entertaining his friends with home movies of the crucifixion, what else would he be showing? That part's clear, right? It was a product of being stuck at home at a time when online was the only way for many to communicate. And obviously it had its negatives. One of those songs that might seem like word salad, but it's not. It's disjointed nature is very deliberate. Uh, So why don't we dim the lights, fire up the projectors, and brace ourselves for some disturbing footage as we take a listen to the new pornographers with Pontius Pilate's home movies.
Hot diggity dog, of course. Luke, you, this may have been your finest lineup of songs. I think so. I think yeah. I did good this time. You did good. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. Like the the way that song so develops from from kind of low key at the beginning into the chorus, vocals kind of ominous. Yeah, and then it gets into the saxophone. Ooh, love it. Yeah, um, and it's. It's kind of like a very, uh, that, uh, find you a home in the stars. I hope you get there part is a very like classic new pornographers melody, but the whole like ominous vibe intro with the horns or like sax, whatever that is, that I feel like is kind of new ground for them. And again, they haven't been around as long as sparks, but they've been around for like over 20 years. And, uh, I felt like I really, uh, enjoyed this new album was like, this is kind of not what I expected from new pornographers and I really like it. And I want to spend a lot more time with this album. Yeah. I, it's been saved to my library for a few weeks, but I just haven't gotten around to listening to it. And this was the catalyst I need to, to get to it. Yeah. Um, some interesting lyrics there too. I mean, obviously not just the Pontius Pilate thing, but uh, they mentioned like the Overton window, which is, I've heard it referenced so many times. It's like something to do with policies that it's, are like acceptable or something. Yeah, I, it's and this is ten percent further explanation than what you're giving. But it's, <laughs> yeah, it's the general consensus of like what the what a nation thinks are acceptable policies. Okay, and like it shifts from the left to the right. Right, as right. people you know, interesting change. Yeah. Um, in the title, continue as a guest, because this uh, album is kind of inspired by life during the pandemic and themes of isolation. And uh, like online, obviously, that phrase, continue as a guest, you see when checking out online. And mm-hmm. AC Newman said, uh, feeling out of place in culture and society, not feeling like a part of any zeitgeist, but happy to be separate and living your simple life. Your long fade out, 
find your own little nowhere, find some space to fall apart, continue as a guest. So I kind of like that meaning of like, you know, almost like starting new or just like moving through the world, you know, like separate from it, but also connected in a weird way, but like having your own world and continuing as a guest. So that was new pornographers with Pontius Pilots home movies from continue as a guest. And that is out now on merge records. By the way, on mother's day, we went out with my mother-in-law to get brunch and uh, she listens to a lot of good music when we were leaving. She said uh, that she likes this song. And I was like, hey, I'm going to play that on the podcast. So it's Vicky approved. The highest praise we can give. <laughs> yep. So we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the albums coming out this week that we're excited for. In shouts. <laughs> We've got. Kesha with Gag Order. Very excited to hear what Kesha has to come up with. Uh, I think she's developed musically way past her kind of party pop persona that she originally came out with. Although, that shit still rules. Uh, (laughs) And the album I'm... We uh, differ on that a little bit. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, The album I'm most excited for this week is uh, Ketramane. Which is... I always say Ketramine, but I don't know. However we're saying it. It is the (laughs) album from Ketranada and Amine. uh, Two awesome artists. Two people I'm a huge fan of. I've loved their work in the past. What a collab. Uh, The single had Pharrell Williams on it. Yeah. Super good. Yeah, this is going to get a lot of spins for me. If uh, if it's nearly half as good as I expect it to be. I mean, you know, other than Thundercat and Tame Impala, uh, those two, I would say. This that's one a, also makes a ton of sense. Yeah, and, and it's probably makes really, a lot of sense. Really good. Um, you're done, right? All right, I got a handful here. Uh, we got Foles with Life is Dub. That is a dub version of their album that came out last year, which was super good. Uh, a lot of funky jams on that. And so I think the dub versions of that will be very interesting, a little more uh, brooding and uh, like dancey, interesting. Uh, so check that out. Uh, then we got Summer Walker with Clear 2 Soft Life. I just know her name. She's a good singer, shows up on a bunch of songs. So check that out. Uh, and then Megabog with End of Everything. I believe we've played her on the podcast before. And there's a song featuring Westerman which Ooh. is super good uh, from that album, which did you listen to his album? I'll shout that out too. That came out last week or a couple weeks ago. Uh, no. Did you listen to that yet? Kat? No, but it's I'm a super fan. Good. I, I played Westerman on the pod previously. Yeah. And uh, that song that you played on that is on that album and it's super good. But the song on Megabog's album is really uh, awesome and dancey too. So I'm excited for that. Uh, my uh, father-in-law would disown me if I didn't mention that Dave Matthews Band has a new album out, Walk Around the Moon. Uh, and then we got Sufjan Stevens, Timo Andres, and Connor Hannock with Reflections. I don't know if that's like an orchestral thing from Sufjan, but check it out. And I just, as I would disown you if we didn't mention uh, the 2004 Dave Matthews Band Chicago River Incident. <laughs> Yes, 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 we must. Um, let's have a moment of silence punctuated by fart sounds in honor of that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the good stuff over there. And then, hey, you can join our Discord channel from there and listen along in our monthly music recap listening party, which is the last Friday of every month. And then our third daddy, offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Great interviews and columns up there. Hey, you can still go check out my interview with Kid Koala. It's still up there. They're not taking it down anytime soon. No David Zaslav, are they? 
Uh, That's a good reference. And I just, as as we should start closing every episode, fuck David Zaslav. There we go. Uh, but you can follow me at Indie Darling Music. You can follow us at Best Song Ever Pod on all social media. And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. And we'll leave it at that. Well, it's best song ever. Another podcast better. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.